If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Millions of Californians will see a deposit in their bank accounts in just a matter of weeks. California will start issuing the middle class tax refund. They'll go out in waves with the first wave beginning on October 7th. So that's really soon. So as long as you're a resident, filed your 2020 taxes on time and earned less than $250,000 filing as an individual or half a million bucks as a couple filing jointly, then you qualify. So the payment is up to $1,050 more. The more you made in 2020, the smaller your relief payment, if that makes sense. So the first wave runs through October 25th, the second between October 28th and November 14th. If you don't have direct deposit, it's going to probably take a little bit longer because uh, a debit card is going to get sent to your address. We've seen this in the past, uh, but those debit cards can arrive between the end of October and the first couple of weeks of the new year. So that's going to take a little bit longer. I mean, imagine not getting that debit card until January and everybody else is getting theirs like in October. And <laughs> Everyone's going, I bought a new TV. <laughs> I paid all my bills. Well, where's my money? <laughs> and uh, I also know the gas tax refunds coming out soon so we're gonna be getting a lot of cash here so hurricane ian hit the state of florida yesterday and it has absolutely been devastating to watch this disaster hurricane ian is now a category four storm maximum sustained winds were around 150 miles per hour as it hit the southwest coast and here's the governor of florida with an update Uh, we have 200,000 power outages reported throughout the state of Florida, but outside of Southwest Florida, crews are working to quickly restore power. Of course, 200,000 is a drop in the bucket for what's gonna happen over the next 24 to 48 hours. There's gonna be widespread power outages, uh, particularly in Southwest Florida. Hurricane Ian is expected to ease today in Florida. However, there will be winds up to 75 miles per hour and 10 to 20 inches of rain. So they're not out of it yet, but it's still going on. Jeez, these hurricanes are wild. I mean, it's something I experienced a lot living on the East Coast. But, you know, Hurricane Fiona also devastated Puerto Rico. So it's just really scary. Uh, So help out how you can. We'll tell you how you can do that more as the show goes on today. But uh, CMT revealed that Carly Pierce, Cody Johnson, Kane Brown, Luke Combs, and Walker Hayes will be honored at the 2022 CMT Artist of the Year celebration. Uh, in case you missed it, this is happening from Nashville's Schmermerhorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Schmermerhorn. <laughs> I, I think I said that right. Uh, Symphony Center premiering Friday, October 14th. It's going to happen at 9 p.m. on CMT if you want to tune in. So these five artists of the year collectively dominated the last year in country music. I totally agree with this. Uh, Leaning across all CMT platforms, scoring chart-topping albums and singles and performing music that entertains and inspires millions of fans. I want to know who named, (laughs) what genius decided to name it Shermerhorn. (laughs) Don't know. It's somebody's last name, so I don't know if I should be laughing. (laughs) Sorry for being disrespectful. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Today is the day. It's the best holiday. It's National Coffee Day. Do you know what time it is? Coffee time. Coffee time. Oh, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. Get out! Get out! Blasphemer! Blasphemer! That's crazy talk. Okay, it's time for fun coffee facts. It's a game of coffee facts. Tanner, I... 
hope you brushed up on your coffee knowledge. I don't like coffee that much, but just for National Coffee Day, <laughs> I did wake up with a cup of joe. You did You did some homework. Yeah. Okay, great. So, Tanner, we're going to get started with this game with two true or false questions, and then the rest are multiple choice. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. Okay, true or false, the world's most expensive cup of coffee can cost over $600 a pound. You know what? They sell $1,000 cheeseburgers, so it wouldn't surprise me. I'm going to go true. It is true. Woo! I'm not surprised by this at all. Uh, True or false, it's impossible to overdose on coffee. Ooh. You know what? My heart goes a million miles a minute when I drink coffee, so I'm going to go with false. You're right. It is false. It is possible to overdose on coffee. Okay. Here's a multiple choice. The country that goes through the most coffee is A, the U.S. of A, B, France, or C, Finland. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. You know, because there's a French roast, I'm going to go with France. I would have never guessed this. It's Finland. What? Yeah, I have. I would have not guessed that. Wow. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The largest cup of coffee ever served was A, 2,479 gallons, B, 3,487 gallons, or C, 5,871 gallons. I'm going to go with the biggest one, the 5,000. Uh, I think that's C. You're correct. Woo! So much coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's what, how much you need Did they before drink? the show every day. <laughs> yeah. Did they drink that? Did someone drink all that? All right. The best part of waking up is the slogan for A, Hills Brothers Coffee, B, Seattle's Best Coffee, or C, Folgers Coffee. That's Folgers. Best part of waking up. up is Folgers in my cup. Oh. <laughs> Did I mess it up? I don't think so. The best. Ah, uh, Anyways, I need some coffee. (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. What is something you always lose? So I saw a story about a woman that accidentally swallowed an AirPod instead of a painkiller, and she actually recorded audio from her stomach. How do you do that? I have no idea. I feel like once you get it in your mouth, you know, oh, this is an AirPod. I mean, maybe she just threw it down and chugged some water and was like, wait, something (laughs) is wrong. Why are the Bee Gees playing in my stomach right now? (laughs) So you got to look out for those AirPods. It is the number one thing I lose because they are so small. I'll just take an AirPod out, leave it on the counter. And I discovered a treasure chest recently. My cat steals my AirPods all the time and puts it in her little treasure corner underneath the bed. And so I think my cat is responsible why I lose my stuff all the time. Yeah, she's probably stealing it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why? We don't know. Yeah. We'll never know why cats do what they do. Yeah, they're strange creatures. They're really weird. Cats are so <laughs> weird, but that's, it's kind of cute. Yeah, in a way, I like to think that she likes to bring things over to her corner that reminds her of what bring, makes her happy. Why it's an AirPod, I don't know. Uh, she thinks it's a toy, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Bite marks are all over it. Amber, what is something you lose in your house all the time? Earrings and bobby pins. Uh, I I just might as well not have my ears pierced because I constantly lose my earrings. And I can only wear a certain kind of earrings, too. Like, I have to wear earrings for sensitive ears Mm -hmm. because I'm allergic 
to like regular metal. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I always constantly lose my earrings because kind of like the, the AirPods, they're so tiny. Yeah. I'm just like, why? I feel bad for your Roomba because it's probably picking up those bobby pins and earrings. And then when you yeah. empty it, just like a whole bunch of clutter. Yeah, Ron and I have like a really messed up relationship because of that. Ron, my Roomba. On our Facebook page, we asked, what is something you lose? Make sure to follow the page so you can contribute to the conversation. Here's what you said. Kenny from Santa Rosa says, my remote for my TV likes to hide from me and sleep in the couch. Wendy from Occidental said, my purse. My husband always moves it around and I can't keep track. Oh, man, you guys are so funny. Everyone's saying about 10 comments, to be exact, says, I lose my mind. <laughs> Amber and Tanner, when song comes, till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever busted someone in an evil act? What happened? Did you tell on them? Did you confront them? Allegedly, Boston Celtics head coach, and I hope I'm saying this right, Ime Yudoka, got busted cheating with a team staffer after the staffer's husband allegedly caught them in front of a doorbell camera. Wow. So a lot of websites are offering big money for anyone that has that footage. Uh... (laughs) And I, I just, I think I said this yesterday, but I, maybe I didn't say this yesterday. Maybe I just thought it. Why are people thinking they can get away with cheating these days when there's literally cameras everywhere? Why do people think <laughs> they can get away with anything? We have cameras in front of our homes and you're going to talk to someone that you're cheating with in front of the, I mean, cheaters are dumb or it's just, we can't get away with anything anymore. <laughs> Exactly. Like, you got to be the dumbest of the dumbest to think you can just cheat on someone, especially out in public. Yeah. Uh, There was that guy recently from that YouTube channel, The Try Guys, that got caught in a club cheating on his wife. Yeah. I was like, what are you thinking? Adam Levine, too. So if you are cheating, this is your sign to knock it off (laughs) and to come clean. (laughs) Or just don't. Or just don't do it. Uh, Tanner, have you ever busted someone in an evil act? It doesn't have to be cheating or anything like that. Tell us what what happened. It was four o'clock in the morning in Seattle, and I witnessed somebody break into a car. They shattered the window with a hammer, broke into the car, stole a bunch of stuff. So I called the police, and they go... This happens all the time here. We're probably not going to catch them. And I just thought, you're not going to do anything about this? And they said, no, <laughs> we're not. Yeah, that's so sad. Hopefully someone had a doorbell camera. <laughs> Something. Yeah. It's, that's just really sad that people have to resort to stealing and that you have to witness something like that. Yeah. Because it probably made you feel so terrible about humanity for a couple of days. I afterwards. did. I thought the world is messed up. Surprised someone didn't break into my car. I have my closet in there, basically. <laughs> not anymore, though, right? No, not anymore. Not anymore. So I've don't grown try. Up. To, don't try to break into Tanner's car. There's nothing in there but a box of Christmas decorations. <laughs> All right, on the phone we got Brittany from Petaluma. Brittany, you said you called someone stealing something. Uh, what happened? I saw my neighbor's mower get stolen on her ring doorbell. Uh-oh. It was some random guy came up in middle of the day, and the other neighbor was talking to him and you could hear him talking and he told the other neighbor on the other side of her that yeah she gave him permission to borrow the lawnmower and all this stuff and the neighbor was like oh, okay have a good day nice to meet you and he just walked off here we go it's, it's a brand new day wake up
Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Do you know that adorable little boy that's going viral for his love of corn? Well, it has raised questions over the ethics of internet fame. So whenever a soundbite goes viral, the internet, you know, find, finds a way to extend its shelf life with the catchier song to match. This happens so often. Um, and recently, a little adorable boy named Tyreek explained his love of corn. It became an internet sensation. Uh, it was featured on a web series called Recess Therapy. Then the internet creators called the Gregory Brothers have already remixed the original video um, turning that soundbite into a song for millions of views, and it's called Corn. You've probably heard this song, but just in case you haven't. It's so catchy. It's in my head every single day. Uh, but now Tyreek is being referenced by any brand that, you know, can find a way into corn discourse. It's already been in a Chipotle ad. Uh, Tyreek is actually doing videos on Cameo where you can pay people to say, you know, happy birthday to your friends or shout you out or give you a message. Um, and this has raised a lot of eyebrows over the ethics of a child appearing on the platform. I mean, Tyreek's only seven years old. And I think while the ethics of a child making cameos might be a little murky, uh, but is it wrong for Tyreek to profit from going viral i mean should anyone profit from going viral i mean that that does raise a question and you know a lot of people are saying not them making money off a child and you know people are commenting things like that and there was even a tyreek i mean yeah there's a tyreek tiktok made by his family um and apparently they're running it and you know trying to profit off of that but i think in a world where black people regularly go viral and often forgot about just as quickly it's imperative to seize the moment while they can and, you know, I think it's important to give Tyreek credit for what he did and his, you know, funny, funny and amazing voice that he has, just even if it's just about corn. Uh, but Tyreek has been credited on Spotify as a writer on the song. And if other people are going to use Tyreek's likeness and his words over the Internet, I think he should benefit from it somehow it just it seems right to me and i know that they're putting money in his college fund uh and the family is being advised on how to handle these things like financially so i think you know something good can come from it but i am certainly hoping that nothing bad will come from it and it won't affect this kid's life in a negative way uh but what are your thoughts on this do you think that this has raised some questions over ethics of internet fame or do you think it's okay that tyreek is making money off the corn song let us know got something to say Call me you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 636 one hop 636-1467 this is froggy 92.9 when was a child painfully honest to you george clooney was doing an interview with cbs yesterday when he said he once bragged to his son about being batman and his son turned to him and told him that he was no longer the caped crusader <laughs> Alexander's favorite superhero is Batman. Oh. You know? And he goes, you know, I said, what's your favorite superhero? He goes, you know, Batman. And I go, you know, 
I was Batman. And he goes, yeah, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Poor George Clooney. I mean, he's just telling the truth. Yeah. Robert Pattinson's the new Batman. Yeah. Kids can hit you with the truth sometimes, and it stings. <laughs> Amber, has a kid ever hit you with the truth? Yeah, so I was a camp counselor uh, back in college, and uh, one day I wore my glasses, and all the kids were like, Hey, we just wanted to let you know you look better without your glasses on. <laughs> You're telling me multiple like, kids said multiple. that? Multiple. It's like they had had a little chat with each other. We're like, we're going to tell her. <laughs> They're going to make t-shirts. Yeah. The anti-glasses club. <laughs> it was, I was like, wow, thanks, guys. And I've had people tell me that before. Luckily, we got LASIK through Laser View Eye Center. <laughs> because of that. Uh, what about you, Tanner? Uh, so I was working a radio event at a school, and a kid said to me, you really need to iron your shirt. <laughs> I was like, hey, kid, you don't know my laundry situation. Was it that wrinkly? It was pretty wrinkly. Oh, my God. Honestly, the shirt was sitting in the back of my car, one of those radio station T-shirts that we need to wear when we go out for things like this. Right. And uh, the kid goes, you need an iron. <laughs> and the kid looks pretty spiffy. He's wearing a collared shirt. So I uh, proved that I wasn't very bougie that day. You know what? Some people can't iron their shirts, don't have time, things happen. You know what? I needed to hear that truth, though, because ever since then, I look at my shirts and I, I think about that child every time. Same with the glasses. <laughs> Same with the glasses. Truth hurts. Marcy from Santa Rosa is joining us right now. Hey, Marcy, when was your kid honest with you? She says that I'm too old and that I got gray hair. She just says it. You're getting old, Mom, so you got gray hair. Makes me feel mad, actually, because I don't want gray hair yet. I ain't that old. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Coffee, 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 coffee. Coffee, sir. Coffee's good. Coffee? Yeah, had some coffee. I like coffee. Coffee maker. So good news. A new study by the International Agency for Research on Cancer reveals that drinking coffee can help you live longer. Hey. Yeah, but, but. <laughs> Tanner and I found out this morning uh, some bad news about coffee, sort of. Uh, apparently, we're drinking coffee at the wrong times. Uh, yes, there is a good time to drink coffee and a bad time to drink coffee. So, Tanner, can you tell us when the best time to drink coffee is? Tell tell this person who's listening right now what we found out this morning. Amber, it would be my honor. Okay, so, a dietitian named Lindy Cohen says, When you first wake up, your cortisol levels are at their peak. Caffeine impacts on your body's production of cortisol levels. When you drink coffee first thing in the morning, your body produces less cortisol and you become dependent on caffeine for your energy kick. This may explain why you feel addicted or a need to drink it first thing in the morning. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the first thing I did yeah. when I woke up this morning was I pounded coffee. Well, it's the first thing I do every morning. <laughs> uh, also, did you notice like on National Coffee Day, I'm not drinking coffee? Yeah. <laughs> it's like our roles have been flipped because I never drink coffee I and I did. I really needed an energy drink this morning. Yeah. Because uh, I was struggling. But yeah, that probably explains everything for us. Like first instinct when you wake up at 4 a.m. is you need coffee. Yeah. You need something. So we're grabbing for it. Should we start drinking coffee? So our mornings are different than everyone yeah. else's. So she says you should drink your cup mid-morning. So what would mid-morning be for us, Tanner? I'm thinking like 
right now, 7.30, which no. whoo, our 6 a.m. hour of the show would be rough if we no did that. Way. <laughs> no way that's happening. That's so late. <laughs> we appreciate uh, Lindy Cohen's uh, advice, but we're not going to follow it. We don't agree. <laughs> Even though we both complain about being addicted to caffeine and wonder why, we just can't seem to follow this. So yeah. uh, for most people, your ideal time to drink coffee would probably be between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. That's Ooh. when your cortisol levels have come down again. Um, so that's our best advice for you this morning for a National Coffee Day. And if you try it and it ends up working out, we'd love to hear your story. So stay connected with us on social media. That's at Amber and Tanner in the morning on Facebook and Instagram. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Adrian. Adrian has a hot tub in his backyard, and Barry Martindale's going to try to convince him to get rid of it. Hello? Hi, is this Adrian? Yeah. Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of one of your neighbors regarding your hot tub. My hot tub? Yeah, the one you have in your backyard. What about it? My client wants you to remove the hot tub immediately because your hot tub has become a nuisance in their life. A nuisance in... Really? Really? Is this is this, is this Tim? Tim put you up to this? Or is it John on the other side? Well, well, I'm an inconvenience because I have fun. Well, the problem is, is that when you have your hot tub time, you play classic rock on repeat. And to be honest, my client doesn't want to see you when you're having your hot tub time and the fence is too low. Well, then if he wants a higher fence, he can build a fence himself. I have two options for you. Are you willing to at least listen to my terms? There are no options. This is a... This- call i don't understand i mean say what you want but i'm I'm not i'm not complying with any of this well you are an inconvenience and i've seen some photos you're quite the eyesore and your relaxation time is ruining my client's life so we can either bring you to civil court or we can just you know go with my options this is what you lawyers do you're such leeches you're you're a bane on the existence of the human race it sounds like you have some anger that you need to deal with would it be better if i call you back another time no don't ever call me again You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Really? Oh, my God. My neighbors aren't aren't upset with me. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Here's a question for you. Should you ever let a friend borrow money? So a dear friend of mine, one of my best friends in the entire world, borrowed $500 from me to move into their new apartment. And uh, now it's been about a month. Haven't heard from the friend. He was supposed to pay me back a month ago. And now the friendship is kind of ruined a little bit because he borrowed 500 bucks from me and he's ghosting me. Oh, no. It definitely creates a strain. You know, they say you shouldn't mix friendship, family with your financials and definitely shouldn't let people borrow money because of that. Uh, Most of the time, you just trust that someone you trust is going to pay you back. Yeah, and $500 is a lot of money for me. A lot of money in general. And it was basically my entire savings account. So I'm wondering what I should do in this situation. Uh, I'm worried and I'm hesitating about even reaching out to him about it. No, I would just, I would ask him nicely. Like, hey, um, 
you think I can get that money back? You know, I, I know that times are tough, but you know they are for me too, and I'm kind of I'm kind of lo- looking to need that money right about now. Yeah, uh, I don't necessarily want to go full Tony Soprano and shake him and say, "Where's my money?" No, don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna fly back up to Seattle. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> Pull a Rihanna. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't. I mean, be nice about it, and uh, if it gets bad, I, I would definitely. Uh, keep following up about it and yeah. the more you bother this person about it there it's gonna bother them that you're bothering them about it mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry that was such a backwards way of saying that <laughs> but I you know if people are on your case about it you're more likely to pay them back because yeah. you're gonna get anxiety like oh I'm gonna get another text from Tanner that says I owe him two bucks for that red bull I better pay him back <laughs> I just hate that I even have to do that. I trust this person, and unfortunately, that trust is a little bit broken after this weird financial situation. Yeah, Money brings out the best and worst of people at times, and it's just interesting to observe. Exactly. And we talked about last week about borrowing things. Yeah. It's like we can't even trust someone to give us back a piece of clothing. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it makes me sad. I'm sorry you're having to go through this. It's okay. It's... I'll figure it out. I'm sure he and I will be okay. It's just hitting a rough patch right now. Sure. Should you ever let a friend borrow money? According to our Instagram, here's what you said. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Froggy929 so you can contribute. Uh, 62% said yes, they would let a friend borrow money. Well, they apparently have better friends than I do. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy92.9. We've got the latest on Ian. It has weakened into a tropical storm after making landfall along the southwestern coast of Florida. Uh, It was a Category 4 hurricane, but has weakened, as I said, made landfall. Uh, But that does sound like good news. Uh, There's still going to be some extreme conditions, especially in Georgia and South Carolina. Uh, And while the storm itself is not funny, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Tanner, have you ever heard the term waffling? Never. What do you think it means? When you have six waffles stacked on top of each other and you just eat them, not one by one, but a whole stack. Yeah, that's not a bad guess, actually. Yeah? If, if, that, if that was the case, I'd want to participate. I love waffles. <laughs> uh, so waffling is a term they use on the East Coast uh, to actually gauge storms. So uh, the proper term is called the Waffle House Index, and it's when Waffle House restaurants are used to gauge damage following a nas- national, sorry, a natural disaster, kind of like Hurricane Ian. Weird. Uh, so this is how it works. Waffle House Index gives a green light if the full menu is being served at Waffle House. A yellow light if it's a limited menu due to like, you know, power outages and stuff. But if Waffle House is closed, that's bad news. You need to evacuate (laughs) and get yourself out of there. I'm sorry to laugh about this, but it's hilarious that we gauge natural disasters by if Waffle House is open. FEMA uses the Waffle House Index. (laughs) They use it. And I mean, I think it's an interesting gauge and it I won't say it's like a fun way to gauge a hurricane, but it's certainly an interesting way to gauge a hurricane. Imagine your job is to call Waffle Houses across a certain area and ask, hey, are, do you have your full menu happening? We got to fill out the Waffle House index right now. Hey, it's Craig from FEMA. Y'all closed? <laughs> oh, you're not? Limited menu? Okay. Limited Thanks. menu? Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, Uh, So if you want to know about what you can do to help during this hurricane or now Tropical Storm EM, you can check out FEMA's website. FEMA.gov. 
Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Joseph from Napa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. We're going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Joseph, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All righty. Joseph, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Sure, why not? Keep going down, Amber. Joseph from Napa, Amber's running out of the studio. Her record is 530 wins and 46 losses. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question one, LeBron James, Draymond Green, and Kevin Love are buying a professional team, a professional pickleball team. What professional sport do these three men play? Basketball. Correct. Question two, Luke Bryan's farm tour was a big success again. Does Luke Bryan have above or below three kids? So above. Correct. Question three. Kevin Bacon is joining the cast of the new Beverly Hills Cop movie. What year was the original movie released? 1992, 2001, or 1984? Uh, 84. That's correct. Question four. Gwen Stefani thought Blake Shelton's accent was fake. Blake and Gwen live in Blake's home state. Name that state. Oklahoma. Correct. And question five. Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out tomorrow on Disney+. Plus. What spooky city does Hocus Pocus take place in? I have no idea. That's all right. I'll give you an X. going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Joseph from Napa was so close to getting a perfect score, but he missed out on the last one. We got four and a half out of five. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's like, I got to get them all right. <laughs> Amber, are you ready? Yes. Question one. LeBron James, Draymond Green, and Kevin Love are buying a professional team, a professional pickleball team. What professional sport do these three men play? Basketball. Correct. Joseph from Napa also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question two. Luke Bryan's farm tour was a big success again. Does Luke Bryan have above or below three children? I feel like this is a trick question because he adopted his siblings. Kids, no right? trick question. Oh. It includes his adopted children. Okay, above. That is correct. Joseph from Napa also got that correct. Two <laughs> no to two's a score. <laughs> I just had to make that very clear. Question three. Kevin Bacon is joining the cast of the new Beverly Hills Cop movie. What year was the original movie released? 1992, 2001, or 1984? Uh, 1984. Correct. Joseph from Napa also got that correct. Three to three's a score. Question four. Gwen Stefani thought Blake Shelton's accent was fake. Blake and Gwen live in Blake's home state. Name that state. Oklahoma. Correct. Joseph from Napa also got that correct. Four to four is a score. And question number five. This is for all of the marbles. Amber, are you ready? Yes. Joseph from Napa, are you ready? I'm ready. Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out tomorrow on Disney+. Plus. What spooky city does Hocus Pocus take place in? I, I know that the house it was filmed at is in Salem, Massachusetts. So I'm going to go with that. Are you sure? Yes, because I don't actually know. I, no, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm sure. Salem, Massachusetts. Joseph, how do you feel about that answer? You know, I have no idea, so I have no idea. <laughs> Amber, that is correct, oh, and you still yay. have that crown on your head. Joseph from Napa, you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to oh. say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber today. But you are pretty smart, Joseph, and that's why we're still giving you those tickets to the Grand National Rodeo on October 8th. Awesome. Thank you so much. Joseph from Napa, you're going to the Grand National Rodeo. Thanks to which morning show? Amber and Santa in the morning. Rug 2.9.
This is not a joke. McDonald's is launching Happy Meals for adults, but only for a limited time beginning on October 3rd. So you can get a Big Mac or a 10-piece nugget with your meal. And yes, adults get a toy. Toys include a creepier version of old-school mascots like Hamburglar, Grimace, and Birdie, while Mickey D's introduces new characters called Cactus Buddy. So I, I saw this yesterday, and I saw the adult Happy Meal is called, like, the Cactus Buddy Market Box yep. or something. That's what they're calling it. It's something fancy. Why did they have to complicate it so much? But what's not complicated is if you're an adult and you're jealous of kids getting toys and Happy Meals, don't worry. You get a toy, yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, that's great. Yeah. I mean, never have I rolled up in the McDonald's drive-thru and thought, why don't I get a toy? But maybe <laughs> some people have. Possibly. Uh, Amber, I, personally, I don't love these toys with these boxes and these Happy Meals. No. Now, if you got to choose what toy comes in a McDonald's box, what toy would you pick? Or maybe it's not even a toy. Uh, if, if I were getting an adult Happy Meal... I think adults should get some Tums and antacids to go with that Big Mac. <laughs> I mean, I can't eat a Big Mac without hurting yeah. and getting indigestion. So if they're going to do that, throw in some Tums and antacids. Spend the, spend the money on things adults will actually use and need instead of a creepy hamburger toy. Wake up in the morning for the roost to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.